2: like from visual to like quick dating um, disposable dating sort of feel to, right, let's build a connection. Let, Let me get to understand you.
0: Hello and welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Uh, These are really tough and unprecedented times, aren't they? The coronavirus, COVID-19 has got us all locked down to the point where we can only go outside to get our essential supplies and for that one bit of daily exercise. It really is... Uh, truly tough and quite frankly i am going absolutely crackers right now Uh, it's something we're all having to get used to isn't it we've been forced to adapt here haven't we so i want to urge everyone out there to stay strong stay safe and keep plugging away because it will all be over soon i know it will we'll all bounce back really well from this i do promise uh, Manzilla, of course, just to let you know, is all about men's positivity. It's the podcast all about celebrating men, celebrating guys, everything that they're good for, every idea, every theme that's good about being a man, voicing important issues which can cause us problems in the future. So, thank you for being with us today. We've got some amazing guests coming up in a moment. We, um, we recorded over Zoom, actually. A little bit different to normal when we have people face to face, but obviously social distancing has uh, meant that we have to keep things a little bit further apart. Thank you for being with uh, me today. I'm Gavin. Nice to meet you all. Um, And uh, I just want to tell you all to subscribe, if you can, to the Manzilla podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Uh, just Google uh, Manzilla, the word Manzilla, and you'll find us there We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube as well, of course, uh, on all the big players. So thank you very much for doing that. So without further ado, uh, I want to introduce our guests, David and Ahmad, who are the duo behind the Authentic Dating Series. Now, this dating series is all about empowering men to find their true worth and true selves when it comes to dating, love, romance, and relationships they're very inspirational guys we spoke a while ago uh, on instagram and then finally got together to do our podcast about empowering guys in these tough times and lockdown dating that is the theme of today's show so i hope you enjoy
1: So um we were dating coaches many years ago and we kind of packed that in when we just felt like it wasn't really something we wanted to do anymore. And we went back to our kind of general day jobs. And then about a year and a half ago, um, Amad come to me one day and goes, ah, oh, you know, we should do something with all this knowledge we have. You know, like, we've learned all this kind of personal growth work and personal development work. We should put this to use in the dating world, you know, because we're always giving friends and random people we met dating advice. So um so yeah, then the authentic dating series was born out of that.
0: Nice. And Ahmed, what would you what would you say about the you know, your backgrounds and how you guys have come at it? You know, what have you got that from your your, your sort of like past that you can sort of bring to the dating scene, if you like. Mm.
2: Well, uh, David and I actually were high school friends, and we've known each other a very, very long time. But we started our, uh, our dating lives in very different ways. I've always felt David was very confident w- with women, and I was more <laughs> the stiff and shy kind of guy. So what was interesting was when time moved on and we were both at respective universities, uh, we both came across this book called The Game. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's yeah. all about. I know it very well. Okay, I know yeah. the
0: author, Neil Strauss. Yeah, oh, yeah. great.
2: Yeah. So, and, and so I, I, I vehemently told David that he doesn't need to read this. He's already very good. Uh, but he insisted. And then we, we actually attended a workshop together. And, and what we discovered was we'd actually come a long way in discovering our own uh, skill set. And, and what David and I had come across in our own individual ways was that the most powerful way to be is to be authentic hence the Authentic Dating Series. It's all about being the real version of you and be, having the confidence to put that out there. So I think the the main thing about uh, myself is that I've learned to really own the different levels of emotions and awkwardness and embarrassment that I felt, you know, when I was young, and to be someone who's just very chilled with who he is, and David has done the same for himself.
0: Um, what was it that made you start the podcast? Then, because the the podcast is very, it's very real, isn't it? It's very honest. You guys talk about some some really like um, interesting, you know, motives. I think particularly for guys who are struggling with their confidence. Um, and you are you offer coaching as well, don't you? So you offer guys a bit mm. of help in terms mm. of like their their dating lives, right? Too?
2: Yep. yeah, yeah. The 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 thing behind the podcast was that we noticed that people would come to us and they would ask us a lot, of, a lot of advice and the one thing that we saw missing from a lot of the questions was that people didn't have a good grasp especially men didn't have a good grasp of their emotions and their emotional awareness so this is where david and i were like we, we need to do something where we can really help men understand this and and this is what it's about
0: i like that that sounds quality um in terms of like your opinion david like how does dating play out really in into the modern men's psyche these days because it's a very um i don't know i think dating's had personally i, I you know i've I've been dating in the past and you know I've, I've kind of like come to the conclusion that dating has now become like a sport. <laughs> um, it, it's like uh, it, it, you know I remember like you know I've spent a bit of time in America like for, for meetings and stuff and in America particularly in LA and New York they they very much sort of like date as a kind of like a, a, as a form of badge of honor. Mm. So you know they go on like how whoever has the most dates in a day is almost like held up as a you know, high status person. Um, mm. So, just to sort of like, I guess, because you, you guys have been in the in in the like the dating world for quite a while now, before online dating, before apps, mm. how would you say that it plays out now into the men's site? Because you know, old school dating to new school dating is completely different, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I'd say that you know, at the core of masculinity, I've been reading this book recently called "Mask Off" by J.J. Bolo, and he puts a really yeah. good point across. It says that at the core of masculinity is like if you're good with women, you're a good man, mm, or yeah. like you're, you're enough, you're good as a man. And if you're not, then you're less than a man, you know? And that, yeah. that really plays out very obviously now in the dating world with online dating, especially where things can be very disposable. But I think one of the more kind of shadowy elements of dating, which aren't talked about often, especially with men is their fear. And the fear of rejection, the fear of yeah. choosing woman, the wrong woman, the fear of actually just making mistakes in a relationship and what that means about who they are as a man. And that's one of the things we don't see publicized as much kind of in, in the dating world is that there's actually a huge amount of fear that men are dealing with. And like a lot of the work that we do with guys is actually getting them to face that fear and see the fear for what it really is, which is often just a story they have been telling themselves about themselves for many years.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah completely that's it it's really interesting you say that um have you had any like form of um backlash but anyone sort of like coming at you saying oh yeah well men have always had it good for such an amount of time or anything like that
2: well i mean some people would contest that you know why are we helping men or like poor men and, I, and i've definitely had this where i've expressed yeah. like you know men need to open up more and and i've been speaking in front of people and i've visibly seen women in the crowd going oh boohoo like oh those poor those poor men But actually, you know, I think we're in a day, the the day and age we're in now is a lot of people realize and recognize uh, that men are not opening up. And and, and I think on a more on a more serious note, like was something like one in three men commit suicide um, that, you know, there's this whole that we just if it wasn't for corona we'd still be in the era of toxic masculinity and talking about that i think mean, <laughs> corona's completely yeah. taken that off the table for now but but, yeah. but that's uh, you know a lot of where the conversation was at right it was about men not being in touch
0: with who they like how they really yeah. feel so let's move on then to um corona and how the coronavirus and the covid-19 lockdown mm. uh, has effectively ruined our dating lives or maybe it hasn't ruined our dating lives but Mm. dating in tough times is the theme of our show and david i want to know from you from you both actually um how does one cope in these weird times with dating because we can't go out and meet people so what happens
1: i think one of the first things um you have to do in a time like this and this is across the board for dating and in your in your regular life at the moment is you have to embrace the fact that you can't control it there's, you have no control over this this coronavirus has come and swept the world it literally has swept yeah. the world like I was speaking to my partner and I said to her I was like it's amazing how far we've come of human beings like we've got all this technology we've got you know we're having this call from three different places you know all this but yeah. a small virus comes along and it's like we're back in the 1800s again the only thing you yeah. can do is lock yourself in your house and be safe but what I would say about when it comes to dating is like we can be very creative. Like this is where you're going to see men and women who are willing to be very creative with their dating and just with their expression and be willing to look like, maybe look silly and stupid, but to have fun and enjoy themselves and to be playful as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear that. What do you reckon to that, Ahmed? Do you reckon that's something that um, is kind of evident, really, with how you see dating at the moment in, in this present kind of environment we're in?
2: Yeah, I actually saw a, a funny sort of meme where it explained how Corona has now forced everyone to get to know each other again. Yeah. Before you yeah. know, before actually you know taking things further. So I, I think there's a there's a beauty in it, and I know you know um, one of our clients like he's having a lot of fun speaking to women and getting to know women through zoom chats and, and creating these online yeah. hangouts. So it's, uh, I think like we, David and I have said this about dating apps and, and these things. And it's like, we feel that in general, the guys who have always done well with women will always do well, like whether it's dating yeah. apps or Corona, they'll find a way. Yeah. And, and I think it's about being, as David said, it's about being creative.
0: Yeah, how, how do you sort of like do well with women through the medium of no uh, face-to-face or physical touch, I guess? I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, in order to, I mean, I, I'm big on body language personally, mm. and, you know, I, I, I really appreciate um, trying to sort of get to know someone through what they don't say rather than what they do say, because mm. um, that's often more of a telling factor, really, with with how they feel about things. So yeah. it's, it's difficult, isn't it? I guess the Zoom chats could probably help, I suppose. Mm. But is, is it possible to remote date, do you reckon, David?
1: yeah i think it is i think you know i was speaking to some friends who have done like long distance relationships like anyone who's done a long distance relationship can tell you a lot about what you can do over a video chat or a phone call or text messages or voice messages you know like you can really have a good time like i think it's very possible to do like you're saying like one of our other clients he's like he's doing cooking dates where like he he's he's an amazing cook and he will just like be like, I'm going to cook this and put the video on and whack. And they just cook together like you were together at home. And from your point about body language, like I'm I'm a big, I'm a big believer in human-to-human contact. Like I love yeah. being in people's presence, like feeling their energy, who they are, what they're about. And this just gives you an opportunity to kind of sharpen your skill set in terms of like listening. Like, what are are they actually saying and not saying? Like you were saying before. That's a
0: really good shout. you know. a really good point.
1: Like, how is their face moving? How is their body moving when you can see most of their body? And another thing you get now with Zoom, if you're you're doing the Zoom chat, is, like, you can see someone's space. Yeah. Like, their flat, their kitchen, their bedroom. That's a whole load of information about them that you can really kind of glean and garner new information about.
0: Mm. That's very, very true. That's very good. It's a very good point, isn't it? It's like the little things that you wouldn't necessarily know from someone like kind of um to begin with you know maybe take three or four months maybe longer uh (laughs) you get you get an insight into someone's real personality from a you know existential point of view um if you like ahmed um what what do you think um this might do to dating do you think it would enhance the dating experience or do you think it might um, do you think people go back to how they were, you know, quick swipe on Tinder, go and meet someone or whatever, and then there you go.
2: The word unprecedented has become like the word of the of the times, yeah. right? And, and it's like, I, I mean, with, with all of that in mind, like right now, what I can speak into is that, yes, people are forming better connections through conversations, right? And that and they've been forced to, they've been forced to adapt in that way. And the reason why I began with the word unprecedented is because like, what if this is how it is? Like... You know, what if this is how we, and, and this is this whole digital uh, yeah. communicating and, and dating is how, how things move forward. So I, I think one of the key things really is like D- Dave and I are always talking about emotions and what this reminds me of is like, takes me right back to chat rooms when, when the internet first started and, and people were developing feelings for each other just through like, just through text. So I, yeah. I think if anything, it's taken, we've gone from Tinder like from visual to like quick dating um disposable dating sort of feel to right let's build a connection let let me get to understand you how do we maintain connection over time how do we how do we establish that
0: for for people who are um stuck with their partners and david um (laughs) <laughs> this is one that is, it, it's, it's kind of like, it, it can go one of two ways, I think. Obviously, you know, we've got the people who are like gagging to see their, their other half because they're away so much, a lot of the time they're working, they're both busy, etc. And now it's time to actually properly spend some time together, some quality time, uh, enforced quality time. Um, and then you've also got like, you know, the other side of it where you might have a bit of tension, a bit of friction. There may be someone who is unhappy in the relationship. Um, And, you know, horrible to think in in an abusive relationship, too. So that can accentuate the negatives and the the horrible side of things. Um, For anybody that is um, stuck with their partner, like maybe has got like, um, you know, uh, isn't really enjoying themselves with their other half. um, What advice would you give to somebody who is in a situation like that?
1: If they're in a situation where, you know, you're like you said, you use the word stuck. It's like you're with someone and you're not enjoying it. I think I think it's a good time, actually to be brave and look to air those differences. Like, what is the problem? What is it? And I think we believe deeply in self-responsibility. Like, I think, you know, I don't believe in blaming outward and like, oh, it's all his fault or all her fault. Because actually a lot of the time the issue lies with you and how you're communicating. So it's a good time to yeah. actually be like, what What am I actually unhappy about in the relationship? Like, what's actually wrong here? Is it that they do something that I react in a certain way? So what's going on there? Why am I reacting to someone else doing something this way? What's about my past, my past experience that has me continually reacting that way? But I also think it's a good time for healing, you know? Like, you're going to be together. There's a reason that you, you, you've you got together and been together for this period of time. And it's like, how can you re, rekindle that love?
0: This is it, isn't it? It's a time for reflection. And Arma, do you think that maybe a bit of self-awareness is important here for for people? But I guess, you know, not everyone is capable of being self-aware, right? It's, it's a tough skill to maybe adapt into your own site.
2: Mm. Well, yeah, just to, to reflect again what David said there, it's it's about recognising what it is that upsets us, because I think mean, both David and I can speak into this at the moment that we've both been uh, isolating with our partners and we deal with this. Right. And, and, and I don't think it's just for people in bad situations. I think anyone uh, who is in some form of partnership eventually wants some time away. And I think yeah. you know, self-awareness can start with just acknowledging that, just acknowledging how do you really feel and then taking the steps to fulfill that. Like if you need space, take your space, go for a walk by yourself. You know, for me, I got an Xbox. It, it creates, it, it <laughs> yeah. and I, put the, I put the headphones in and then I put the Xbox on. That's
0: brilliant. <laughs> oh <that's> jokes. <laughs> well, jokes you know oh I'll tell you something video games could be an absolute godsend now. <laughs> mm.
1: one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers flexible
0: budget friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com Just going back to sort of like the um, being in, in sort of like, you know, in a, trouble, a troubled partnership, if you like, um, do you think men get a bit of a, an unfair um, portion of the blame when it comes to problems in um, relationships like, you know, that are troublesome? Because... Most of the time, it seems to be the guy that comes off on, on the wrong side of the, uh, of, the, of the argument, really, if you like. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that something you think is kind of a reflection of, of maybe sexist issues in, in life? Yeah,
1: I think there's this this thing that like, um, that men, there's a, there's a the saying that goes around, but it's almost unsaid. It's like all men are trash. Like When you look on the memes around dating, it's always very much aimed at like, oh, men are bad, they cheat, they they lie, they don't communicate and all these things. And it's what's really odd to me is that through the work that we do, we meet so many men who are wonderful, beautiful men who who really have a lot of love in their hearts to give. But actually, these are the men who aren't necessarily find themselves in relationship. And it's like in relationship, there is also... To, to acknowledge that like a man communicates often men communicate in a certain way, you know, and the masculine yeah. will communicate in a way that is very direct purposeful about, about something. Right. Whereas uh, women often I don't like to generalize and the feminine will, will kind of communicate in an emotion and feeling. And that can come t- sometimes occur as like a constant stream, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, I went here, I did this and this happened. I feel like this. And, and to a man, he's listening and thinking, what, what's in, what's important information here. And I know this is like tired stereotypes, but I've just seen it play out so often. And it's always seen as the man's job to adjust, which I do agree yeah. with. I do think men, do, you know, through like the work we do is like getting more in touch with your emotions to understand what you're feeling and communicate that. But I think there's also a flip side of going, let's just not bash men all the time because. Mm. When, like, like um, one of our mentors said, it's just like your focus creates your reality. If your focus is always that, oh, all men are bad, men are going to cheat, men are going to treat me badly. Guess what's going to happen to you? Men are going. That's what's going to happen to you. You mm. know that. That's truthfully what I see in the world.
2: I think another key thing as well is that people need to recognise it does take two to tango in every relationship. So. Mm. Whatever's happening and often if there's a man or a woman complaining about having repeated uh, scenarios occur in their lives like well, they have to take into account that they are the ones who are experiencing that and why why is that why is it that they date people who will be in a uh, horrible term in that way or whatever right like and so yeah. and this is and, and I think this is a, is a is a very key thing and it goes back to what we what we stand for in terms of personal responsibility is recognizing like, what is our input in all of this, and and yeah. how can, and, and what can we do to move the sport?
0: Uh, no one really seems to know the exact end date, but people are saying sort of like you know possibly June, hmm. which is a heck of a long time away, in my opinion. I'm getting sick of this already. Um, but <laughs> hmm. any any like kind of um, you know st- stressful relationship um, busters that you may have, like any kind of like little hacks that you may have for, for people who are stuck with their partners who, you know, maybe are you know, already getting sick of their other halves. What would you say they are? Have you got any that comes to, to, to the top of your head from the, the kind of work that you do with your clients and stuff?
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like so this, this, some of these things, are the things I'm doing right now in my relationship is like spending time apart. Like I know we're together in the same house, but you can go for walks alone you can, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have an apartment or a house that's got many rooms, spend time apart, work apart if you're both working from home. Like I've, I've seen it in the last couple of weeks where like I was sick a, uh, like two weeks ago. And me and my partner were just literally on top of each other all the time because we were ill, we were in bed, we were on the sofa. But since we started working again, like we, we're going for walks separately, we go for runs separately. We even sometimes take calls for work separately. Um, like I meditate in the morning. That's something that's really helping me meditation and yoga is that they're just bringing some calm to your day every day, like bring yourself back to a level of calm can really help. Like everyone's got their own kind of thing that brings them calm, and it's important mm. to give yourself the space to do that every day. I think at the moment, um, I also think communicating, having fun as well, um, mm. because there is a level of the enjoyment that can be had. I think this is also an opportunity for deepening uh, intimacy within a relationship, whether that's sexual or emotional intimacy um because you know we are going to be together you can you can talk about what what are the funny things that you'd like to try in bed you know what are things you've dreamed of that you've never mentioned you know it's like this is a time to kind of put that out there um so yeah and I also highly recommend to couples this is something that is really important I think is having a date night if you have the space to do it in terms of the two of you have a date night get dressed put some makeup on for the guys, um, you know, put, put you know, put some nice clothes on, cook some nice food or order something in, but have a date night that's like sacred.
0: Mm. I love that. That's a fucking great shout, man. That's a really, really great shout. Mm. Um, what would you reckon? Uh, similar sort of thing?
1: Yeah,
2: similar. The, 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 you know, there's one thing that we haven't said, and, and I think it's important as well, because this is what underlies a lot of our concerns and our, and our frustrations is, is actually have a conversation about how you're really feeling about what's going on mm-hmm. in terms, because I, like one of the things I actually still, I actually still, I'm going to say, get to go to work. Cause I, I work in, in the care industry as well. So I, oh, I get to you. work yeah. yeah. And, and I see it in the people around me that there's a lot of fear and it's not being spoken. It's not being at least expressed just to say people are feeling it. And it's, it's a scary situation that we're in. Like it's very unknown and that's what makes it yeah. fearful And I feel like, yeah. If, if you're going to have any sort of semblance of a good uh, partnership at home it's to be able to communicate how you're really feeling about what's going yeah. on, right? Rather than just getting frustrated or angry and acting that out in, mm-hmm. in awkward ways.
0: So you guys both have uh, other day jobs as well, don't you then? From, from the authentic dating series. Yeah. Um, are they, are they like sort of related to dating or are they, as you said, you're in care, uh, in the care industry, i mean? mm, yeah, it's not related to date. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of field are you in as well, David? Do you, um, I,
1: I, I am probably in one of the most surprising fields. I, I'm actually an IT guy.
0: Oh, great. Oh, amazing.
1: So I write code all day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from home and it's, it's it's weird for me because um like i would over the years that we used to like go out a lot and even like talk to women and, and coaching yeah. you hear um guys going oh but i'm an it guy you know and i you yeah know, it's, this is how it is and i go i got a computer science degree and they look at me and they're like what i'm like yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> don't have to be like that like mm. you can learn to like express yourself and talk and move and have fun um yeah. so there's no excuse so yeah i'm a,
0: oh. a guy I hear that. I hear that. And you guys have got some, well, I mean, pending, you know, w- all this sort of stuff going on at the moment. Um, you you had some some amazing gigs lined up, some, some talks lined up, didn't you? So
2: one of the main ones that we just had was is called uh, Man Up. And yeah. the, the concept of it is uplifting talks for men. And it was really, again, about creating a safe space for men to come and express how they really think and feel. And what we do to lead these conversations is as myself, David, and we have a, a third partner, his name's Kapil in creating these events. And we speak vulnerably on key topics that, that are challenging men. So I think we had a really, really good one, which was about sexual confidence. And, and it's something mm-hmm. that a lot of, uh, I'm not just men, but a lot of people don't even acknowledge that what it, what it is to be confident in your sexuality and confident in your body, uh, when you're out dating and when you're, when you're out operating in the world. And the the last one we, we just did, it was about um, how to be a man in the in the era of women and, and women empowerment. And again, this is a hot topic in regards to like how women are on the rise and, and they're gaining their power. And a lot of men are starting to lose their sense of purpose and, and where they fit into society or on the on the more extreme level, feeling like women no longer need them. And, yeah. and so, yeah, so we're yeah. creating that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And, and the ones you had lined up, are, are they still happening, David? Are they? What what your plans for those?
1: So we had a. Um a speed dating event which we're going to do which was going to be around you know deeper connection we had a really great idea about questions and stuff to hand out to people and what we've done is we've obviously had to postpone the in person one but we're looking for we're looking out for some software where we can do that online we were going to run that with a um, a matchmaking not matchmaking so an offline dating agency called Taylor Matched. so so yeah so we're just in the process now of just kind of picking the right software where we can kind of have a really good experience with people because I think this is going to be a state the world for uh, in my honest opinion i think it's going to be a couple of months at least um yeah. but i think that people are going to be yearning for connection i think you know we, it's just gonna we we're just providing connection in a different way so i think there's that and i think we'll probably i'd like to say we do another man up in the next couple of a uh, mm. couple of months because we always get such a great reception from the men and the women that come we always end up i feel like everyone we do we get more women coming to man up man up yeah oh my god yeah know, they want to know what is it like to be a man. And every time we do it, the women come back and they're just like, wow, I didn't realize this mm. was a struggle that men have.
0: It's a curiosity thing more than anything. Mm. Um, maybe, well, I don't know what, what for, for what reasons, but it certainly seems to be something that they're keen to know more on anyway. <laughs> so you guys are doing a great job. I really applaud you. Um, and it would be great to know where people can find more out about you guys. Um, so obviously you've got the website, AuthenticDatingSeries.com. Um, and what are your social handles and where else can people find you?
2: Well, the, the best place to find us is uh, on Instagram is where we're most active and we post the most. And that's at Authentic Dating Series. And then my personal handle is Amad.juma And David, yours is?
1: Mr. Uh, Mr. D. Chambers.
0: There we go. Yeah. I like and that. Probably
1: the other, obviously the podcast as well is where, you know, we, yeah. we, we speak for hours upon end. There's like, yeah. I think it's been <laughs> about 45 episodes now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's keep coming out, you know.
0: Yeah, you've done you've done a lot. I'm really I'm really impressed. How long has it been going for? It's been going for about a year, is it? More than a year? About a year yeah, half, just no, over
1: yeah. a year now. yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: excellent excellent well keep doing what you're doing it's great stuff to see and it's great to hear as well armin and david thank you very much indeed and it'll be great for you guys as well to subscribe to their podcast authentic dating series and also to manzilla you can find us at the usual platforms on apple spotify etc just type in manzilla and you'll find us there and hit the subscribe button so there we go that is where you can find us on the platforms for subscribing on the podcast and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing okay. It's lockdown. It's terrible. It's really annoying, but we will be out of it soon, I promise. And if, you're, if you've if you been affected by the coronavirus in any way, then our condolences go out to you and our sympathies go out to you. So thanks very much for listening and we hope everything is all right and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.
1: Of energy do you think <laughs> you've got a lot of energy i can see as a man there you are bouncing off the walls at home aren't you <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time